Hey, I'm Frank, and this is the PlayStation Report. And uh, here with me is, is Tyler. Tyler, I saw Jackass yesterday. Oh, yeah? How was it? Lots of dicks. Really? Like bear dicks? Like the real Bro. deal? Raw. Ooh. All right. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they were showing it a lot. Like, <laughs> I want to say over like half the fucking things they did involved in some way bare dicks nice. but it was funny nice it was really funny was there pain being inflicted on these dicks i'm not gonna spoil anything but yes Ew. yes okay yeah <laughs> cool i mean there isn't any like real mutilation or anything yeah, like right. there isn't there isn't permanent damage happening at least i don't think like i I mean, I didn't do a follow-up with them, but I don't think there's any lasting damage from anything they've done. Right. Now, shockingly, in something I very much need to change is I've never seen a Jackass movie. I mean, I've seen clips of various things throughout Bro. the movies, but, and I need to change that very soon. Is there an actual storyline in the Jackass movies, or is it just a bunch of dudes doing crazy shit? I always wondered that. No, the storyline is, hey, it's been a while since we did a bunch of crazy shit. Let's go do some more crazy shit. Cool. That's about as much yeah. as there is to it. <laughs> Sweet. Like, they they go, they, like, I think in, like, the credit sequence, they do, they pull out some of their old clips, and you can see, oh, wow, they, they did get old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's... It's still very funny. I think they space these out. Ju- they take enough time with each one of these that, yeah, anytime a new Jackass movie comes around, it's a good time for a Jackass movie. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I saw I saw it yesterday. We're, we're recording on a when or Thursday. Recording on Thursday. Uh, so that's why we might miss things. That's why I might not talk about other things. But yeah, I've. I watched Jackass in the afternoon on a Wednesday in a pretty much empty theater with one other guy that I was going with. Ooh, so. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean Uncharted next weekend. You, you gonna see that? I think I work next weekend, so <laughs> thankfully I'm spared. <laughs> yeah. I uh so I did the, I haven't played them yet, but I did the upgrade for Uncharted 4, the Legacy of Thieves collection, paid my $10, you know, total bullshit, um, but I just got my email today, I guess I get my free ticket to Uncharted, so I gotta figure that out. Oh, you gotta, okay. Yeah, All like right. if you upgrade, they within a certain time period, I think they give you a free, free ticket for uncharted i'm like whatever if it's free i'll fucking go watch it why not i don't know man i saw i've been i saw the trailer they're running in theaters and i'm like man there's no reason i should really go see this (laughs) yeah it's probably not going to be good but i'm in i mean moonfall looks okay i think i might go back and see moonfall at some point yeah, I've heard, well, I've seen mixed things about it, but I every time I saw the trailer, I'm like, this looks 
entertaining in a very like stupid way that I would probably watch that at mm. some point. That, just the idea of the moon crashing into the earth is just fucking just like what? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. But that dude Roland Emmerich, I think, is the director on that movie. He did Independence Day Resurgence, which is probably one of the top five worst movies I've ever seen. So, I don't know. Who knows? Awesome. (laughs) Oh. I mean, we are ultimately here to talk about video games, but man, it's only been like a few days since we last recorded one of these, so I'm not sure there's much we're really going to talk about today. Um a lot of this news that I, I'm seeing here on this list is not necessarily stuff that we can really go in depth on. Like it's yeah, just a kind of know, a seems like the news always happens around the podcast, not uh or after yeah. whenever we record. It's <laughs> right. just bad luck. And it it's also kind of weird because I feel like this is the first week of the new year that we haven't gotten any crazy big news. No, just wait until, well, y'all know we're recording this on Thursday. Just wait until Friday night comes around and uh, Sony tries to sneak out their NFT project at like oh. 10 p.m. on a Friday night. No, fuck that. No. <laughs> no. Have you, I'm just going to go aside because there's not much to talk about today. Have you seen any of these new F1 cars? Yes, I've looked at some of the F1 cars. Yeah. That Aston Martin today is pretty fucking hot. I'll, I'll admit that. Because oh, it's the real fucking deal. F you, Red Bull. God damn yes. it. Fucking like, I was thinking about that. I'm like, okay, I can see what they're talking about. Of like, well, we don't want to show the real deal yet. Because the competition could find something and steal it. But at the same time, like, show some balls, man. Like... And also, nobody knows what actually works yet because exactly. you haven't been on track racing. Exactly. Like, I'm sure you're developing a car that you think is pretty good. And just have the balls to fucking show the fucking thing. You're going to see everybody in two weeks anyway with whatever that testing is at Barcelona. But, yeah, Man. F you Red Bull for the cock tease. You know? Man. It's all with that. Eh. Maybe, maybe their car just sucks. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Who, who knows whose car is good this year, man? It's uh, it's gonna be a wild one. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. But at least from... I mean, we'll know whose engines are good. But yeah, oh yeah, we'll know who's that. That's only one part of the whole damn thing. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like just seeing like the real car, I really kind of like the look of these of the new, new era of Formula One. You know, we'll see if the. Racing actually lives up to what they're saying it'll be, but but at least from the looks, I just think cars look very sleek. Like, seeing the comparisons of, like, the 2022 Aston Martin car to the 2021, I'm like, man, like, the 2021 cars just look fucking huge compared to these cars. Like, they're just big and wide, and not that these cars aren't big and wide either, it's just, they just feel tighter and sleeker looking from a just a visual standpoint yeah i I mean i ultimately i don't sure it's nice to look at cool looking cars 
I want to see some racing. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. itching for racing so bad. Like, yeah, me too. I'm on that Michael Fassbender Road to Le Mans <laughs> YouTube series. I'm on I'm, – I'm watching replays of old endurance races. It's – yeah, I'm – I am starving for some racing. Yeah, action. me too. Me too. For sure. Oh, well, I guess I guess we have to talk about video games. Yeah, eventually. we can do that. Yeah. I mean, we played some Halo. We played a little bit of Halo. We got. We did. Got a little tipsy. Play some Halo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We get. We got a little tipsy. Especially someone else at our party. Um, but I generally had a fun time and like, it's nice when I call my shot and say, I'm going to turn it on and then I get 26 fucking kills. Yeah. <laughs> that match was awesome, dude. It was like, you were just like, we're going to fucking win this match. And then, yeah, you, you got like 26 kills and only died like nine times. And I got, I don't know, 17, 18, something like that. Like you and me just fucking crushed the other team basically by ourselves. Like that was just an awesome match. Yeah, it's it's fun. And yeah, I had a fun fun time the other night. Um I finished that battle pass cuz I when we finished playing the other night, I was at level 97, so then I just played a little bit um day or two after and just finished battle pass. And... Mission accomplished. I finished a battle pass for the first time. Wow, congratulations. You uh, got the value for your money. I, I did. Guess. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I got got a cool fucking helmet. My head can be on fire now. You know? Fun stuff. Okay. So. All right. All right, sweet tooth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a little over halfway, I think. I, I don't remember. I'm not sure, like... I, the only time I really play Halo is with y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. I don't play Halo on my own. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing for me. It's just I've just enjoyed playing it so much that I have played it on my own a number of times, which I haven't done too much with other multiplayer games over the past few years. Probably since Overwatch, I'd say. Um, so yeah, I mean, it just really got its hooks in me. But I think from from here on out, I mean, I beat the campaign. You know, I don't really feel a need to go back to it and, like, finish up any collectibles is really all that's left for me in the open world. Because I did all the side missions and bases and all that stuff, the targets. So I, you know, pretty much finished all that. Now I finished the battle pass. There's really no reason for me to play this game outside of just hanging out with you guys if we decide to play. Maybe I'll jump in for an event or something, but... I just look at the calendar with this game, and I'm like, May is far away, dude. Oh, yeah. And I just, unless they start dropping new maps or something, I just feel like they're going to lose a lot of players until May. I'm sure a number number of people will come back, depending on how big Season 2 is. But, yeah, there's just not too much left to do, really. Are they still call? Mm, no, they don't. They they don't still call it the multiplayer beta yet, right? Like, I don't, don't think so. I think the beta okay. ended. You know, beta in quotes. I think it ended when the game officially launched on the eighth okay. of December. So I think 
just that two or three week period was the beta. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. So many changes happened. Yeah. You know? The beta that's pretty much the finished game and you can spend money on. Yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, what else we got here? Um, we played a lot of It Takes Two as well. I thought we talked. Did we? Pl- we talked about oh. that at the last show, but then. Oh, we yeah, and then we played afterwards. a little bit after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, you're right. We put, I don't know, three hours into it, maybe? Yeah. Um, did some more puzzles. Yeah. Did a lot of puzzles, and I am so enamored with this game, gameplay wise. And even, like, artistically, this game is just way more beautiful than I thought. Um, you know, there's one of the early levels you go inside of a tree and you start fighting bees and uh, you know, I I had a weapon where I could kind of shoot sludge at dudes uh, and kind of weigh objects down, but then you had like a sniper rifle sort of thing to actually Yeah, it shot matchsticks. Right, to actually like kill the enemies and so it's just really fun. It just It's just crazy how literally every single inch of this game they thought about from a co-op perspective and you know yeah i mean this game's just co-op but it's like literally every single little thing is thought about and it's just kind of keeps blowing me away and then kind of the level i think we just finished just with all the gravity stuff and you know that was that was really cool and it just it just keeps kind of blowing my mind how just vastly different it continues to be and it's just it's just a lot of fun story wise this game i don't think this game's very good story wise i'll yeah i, mean, I just like, don't think it is it's very these, bizarre these people we're playing as are awful oh yeah they're <laughs> like, like let's parent they should not have been parents yeah they're like they, let's... someone should take that kid away from him yeah absolutely let's force our daughter to cry like that's just fucked up man what? Yeah, and I think we're about to come up on that part. Yeah. Like, where we do the thing uh, that is just awful. And I've, I've heard about it, and I don't want to do it, but we're going to do it. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. 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 And, and, uh, I, I, don't think, I don't think this is Game of the Year material. No. No, definitely not. But I also think, like... It's it deserves a shout out, especially for people who want to go out and play a co op game, um, a game that is designed for co op. I, I I think you, you could do a lot worse than it takes to. Right, I agree, and yeah, it's just it too. Like this game, it can be pretty tough sometimes. Like the one boss fight against that like robotic bee, that was mm. kind of tricky, just because you, they they were just like overwhelming you with enemies so yeah it's definitely a a game for people that are familiar with it i think it's just this one's for the gamers yeah it would just be kind of tough to have someone jump in you know this being maybe their first game like this or something but Hmm. yeah i mean honestly outside of the story i can't i can't think of too many issues with it I, i agree with you i don't think it's game of the year material at all but you know maybe by the end of it, it's something that maybe it would have squeaked in my top five. Like, maybe towards the bottom or something. But I'm just mm. really having a blast playing it. All right. All right. 
Uh, you and, got anything else out there, or do you have something else to say about well, it? Well, the last thing I'll say is just something that you said when we were playing. It's just this game, especially gameplay-wise, is just so heads and shoulders above it, uh, a way out. Hazelight's previous game of like it's just like night and day difference yeah. in terms of quality and everything I mean it, it just kind of gets me excited of like what what is this studio going to do next and I hope they kind of keep doing co-op games because they're even even a way out that's unique in a number of ways and this game just takes it to another level yeah I mean the difference between uh, it takes two and a way out is that a way out is a game where you run around and press a button to interact with things and this is a game you actually pl- you not, not saying that you aren't playing when you're doing that but this is a game where you're more active in actually controlling the character's movement and what's actually happening on screen yeah definitely definitely um yeah the only other thing i've played is i played a little bit of far cry 6 but not nothing really to note there nothing new or exciting happened at all in what i've been doing so kind of trucking through that a little bit so i haven't had too much time to play really since we played halo just because this week has kicked my ass i am a tired little boy so what about you You played anything else uh all right other than what we've talked about um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go too deep into this but tyler i reinstalled some yakuza games Uh, okay all right that's going to be like my, hey, it's time, like, I know I work 12 hours, but, like, if I go to bed immediately, I won't wake up at the right time, and I'll be even more tired when I come home the next day. So, yeah, that's my, that's going to be my bedtime game is uh, some Yakuza. I'm just going to play, play the Yakuza games on easy and, you know, just laugh a little bit and maybe cry before bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you starting with Zero. Yeah, okay. with zero, and then I'm actually once I beat Kiwami two, I'm gonna move through the remastered stuff. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah. Uh, another thing I'm not gonna get too far into uh, is I've been playing a little bit more High Fleet. Ooh. Not too much, but you know what? Sometimes in a roguelike, you gotta you gotta realize that uh, hey, you made some fucking stupid mistakes because you were playing while you were drunk and you have to start a new save so <laughs> that's where i'm at hi i'm i'm becoming more and more aware that high fleet is a game that i need to be completely sober and focused for um <laughs> because i need to be taking notes about like all these code names and shit and like what direction they're coming from uh, the radio transmissions and all that shit so yeah that's a that that's a tough one to you know relax and play with but it's satisfying when you get it right like when you surprise a transport and uh you know just wipe them out and sell the prize ship and you know buy some more missiles i like buying missiles Mm. nice uh last thing i'll talk about here though crusader kings 3 you might say hey wasn't crusader kings 3 a 2021 game that was on Game Pass. Why are you playing this on Steam? I'm playing it on Steam. Uh, I'm playing it on Steam because, you know, the Xbox, the Windows PC gaming sh- stuff sucks shit. And I don't care that it's on Game Pass. I bought it on sale on Steam. 
Uh, and I bought the Royal Edition because a DLC just dropped called the Royal Court. Um, and I'm managing my court. There's a whole new layer on this game that has already had a shit ton of layers. But it's interesting stuff. You like you're building out your court. Uh, you can actually see a 3D render like inside your court uh, and see all the people who are there, like all your courtiers, all the people who hold council positions. You can see them all there. Uh, there's a you're trying to build the grandeur of your court, so you're like you're spending money to like upgrade like what kind of food you have there, your furnishings. You're paying adventurers to go out and find relics to bring back to display in your court hall. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's great. It's, it's a fun time. There are fun new situations that pop up because of this. And, uh, yeah, just having generally a good time destroying the uh, Catholic Church because that's my goal whenever I play Crusader King. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I think that game just came to PlayStation as well. PS5. Crusader Kings? Yeah. It either wait. just came to PS5 or it's going wait, to soon. Wait, 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 Crusader Kings 3. Crusader, C- Crusader Kings <laughs> 3, PS5. What? Yeah. What? How? I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I guess they figured March out a 29th. way to do it. Yeah. That's happening. I mean, it's an old news story from, like, January. Um, but, yeah, they're going to put this on PlayStation. Do you think huh. that game would work well on PlayStation? I mean, you're going to have to slow it down. Like, you can play the game at different speeds, but you're going to have to slow it down unless you're somehow using a mouse and keyboard on your PlayStation. I need to look up look up if I can do that or not. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're just using your... Stick, if you're basically just doing the Destiny thing where you have a mouse cursor on screen, mm-hmm. yeah, you can you could probably do this, but it's not going to be the ideal way to play it. Ideally, you could just plug in a wireless keyboard or something, keyboard and mouse, yeah. uh, to your PlayStation 5 and just play it on your couch, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a PC-ass PC game. There's a lot of pointing and clicking. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, going through menus and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll keep an eye on that version of the game. I'm not going to... I wouldn't buy this another time, would I? Depends who on what you love Who buys a game it? multiple times? Uh, I mean... Anyone who buys Skyrim. Tyler, you can't this to me you can't bring up the one example of me buying a game like four or five times <laughs> it's okay i mean i bought that game twice so i'm i'm not a, not alone or you're not alone on that i mean it's, it's no four or five times but they definitely got me double great dipping. just yeah just pile on the shame <laughs> just pile on the shame all right let's move on let's move on that's enough about crusader kings yeah i promise not to talk about crusader kings again <laughs> <laughs> Unless I come up with some wild story that happens in it. Um, Speaking of wild stories, Tyler, the news is lacking any wild stories. Um, It's really, really bad. Really bad out there. Really grim. There's nothing to really talk about except maybe Sony 
recreating Drivatars. Yeah. Possibly. Except, like, not the shithousing kind of Drivatars, the kinds <laughs> that are just going to kick your ass on track. Uh, because apparently they've developed an AI that can beat the best Gran Turismo players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. And do it fairly. Uh, so, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Especially for people who typically play Gran Turismo and have historically played it as a single-player game, which was totally viable up through, like, Gran Turismo 6. There's been, like, enough single-player stuff there to to get a lot of, out of these games. But, yeah, upgrading the AI is, like... Yeah, I mean, that's the thing you do for a single-player... a primarily single-player racing game. And uh, just... Makes me wonder, like, how much tech are they shoving into this game that's also supposed to be on PlayStation 4? <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it makes me wonder if... So, uh, this whole thing, Grand... What do they call it? Grand Turismo Sophie? Um, yeah. Is the AI's name... Apparently, it's not going to be in GT7 at launch, but they're going to yeah. add it in a future update, and it makes me wonder if that's something that will only be on the PS5 version because this does sound kind of intense, but maybe it's maybe it's not as intense as I'm thinking it is. But yeah, it sounds really cool, though. I really wish it was in at launch. Um, just because I, I love sim racing games where you can really balance and fine-tune the difficulty and how difficult you want to make it. I think that's one reason why I love the F1 game so much is they do difficulty and all that stuff very well. Um, the Forza games do uh, as well, and uh, so uh, like getting that feeling of real kind of legitimate racing is always really exciting. Um, so, not that I think the AI and GT will be bad at launch or anything, but anything to add to that? I mean, it would be. It'd be really, really cool. I'm, I'm very curious to see what their version of Drivatars is like in a way. Uh, because let's be honest, Drivatars were very cool when they launched. I feel like they have not done jack shit with them since. Like yeah, they've just felt like, very samey in every Forza game, both Motorsport and the Horizon titles. Yeah, but how much is that because your friends are assholes? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, Forza is like one of the few games that makes me look at the unfriend option. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> I, I might just have to do this to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, alrighty, we've got a continuation of this whole Activision Blizzard thing coming to Microsoft, and you know what? Guess what? They've confirmed that you know Call of Duty and you know popular Activision Blizzard titles will remain. On the consoles, I can't remember if we talked about this last time. I'm trying to look up the timing. No, this story came out yesterday. But yeah, I mean... It, yeah, okay. Call of Duty staying on multi-platform. I'd guess Diablo would be multi-platform, but who knows. Like, yeah. What other Activision... Popular Activision title would you say? Activision Blizzard, like... 
you've got Overwatch, you've got Diablo, and you've got Call of Duty, and I think those are the only three. Yeah, so I think Overwatch is definitely going to stay multi-platform because Overwatch 2 is supposed to be like cross-play or in cross-progression stuff, I guess, between, you know, the first game and the second. Yeah. So that's definitely going to stay multi-platform. They kind of have spoken about this a week or two ago, um, not long after the acquisition was announced, where they were going to, you know, honor existing agreements. But this has a lot more detail, but also doesn't fully close the door. It doesn't answer all the questions to me, because they still say, you know... uh, To be clear, Microsoft will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available on PlayStation through the terms of any existing agreement with Activision. Um, And, yeah, then they... You know, they go on to say that more will come to PlayStation, but I think it, I also, you know, kind of getting nitty gritty with this is like, what is the definition of popular to them? Is it the mega franchises like Call of Duty and Diablo? Is Crash Bandicoot? Yeah, that sells a couple million, but, you know, is that something you would want to put on PlayStation or is that something that could be a pretty good exclusive title to have on your system? Same with Spyro uh, what do they, or something like that. What do they do with Tony Hawk? Right. Yeah, that's another good one. Where Tony Hawk, I feel, is kind of in between in terms of being like yeah. super duper popular, but then, you know, it's still going to sell a lot. A lot more than a Crash Bandicoot game would. So, yeah, it's kind of like, what is their definition of popular and then also you know is there anything wiggle room with this of like call of duty man maybe call of duty is not the greatest example but let's just say call of duty is going to launch first on xbox for six months it'll also be on game pass but yeah we're putting on playstation six months later it's going to be 70 dollars you're still putting it on playstation or is there something in yeah. those contracts there that says that, you know, it has to be out at the same time? Maybe there is. But, you know, I wonder what sort of wiggle room Microsoft could have with that. Um, and then I, I, last thing to me is just like, are they just saying this right now to alleviate any potential pressure that could kill this deal from regulators? You know, if they're, are they just trying to get out there and be like, you know, We're still going to, we're not going to totally take away things and really, truly dominate this sort of stuff. We're, we're going to share the love a little bit and will that change down the road? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, we've seen multiple times throughout the history of, uh, corporations making promises and walking them back later when nobody has eyes on them. Yeah. (laughs) Like definitely that's that's kind of normal so i i'm not holding my breath for uh a new sekiro published by activision uh on the playstation so yeah right to me once once microsoft fully owns activision blizzard in any contracts have expired anything's fair game We'll see. Yeah. Let's talk about games that we know are going to come to PlayStation. Uh, Shuhei actually did a thing 
for like first time I think in forever I've seen Chuhei on a thing. Yeah. Uh I guess he is the head of PlayStation Indie, so this does make sense. But yeah, he did a showcase of seven games. Uh there's a Are you a Turtles guy? I'm not a Turtles guy. No, I watched all those movies last year and I was like, I just don't I don't get it. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you which one's which, to be honest with you. They all wow. they all seem so okay. similar to me. Alright. You know what? That's fine. That's fine. We don't need to talk about this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> Shredder's Revenge yeah. video game. I know that's that's a pretty hot take for me, but mm. okay. Yeah. You know what? I think you might have you might have gotten us canceled. So yeah, uh, let's maybe. let's hurry up. Here. <laughs> we got Hello Neighbor Two, uh, which I feel like we've. What I feel like I've known what they 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 released the first one right? Hello Neighbor. Yes. Right. Yes. Is this the one with the weird drugs shit? No, that's um, no, that's We Happy Few. We Happy Few yeah. from Compulsion Games, who's now owned by Microsoft. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't play the first Hello Neighbor. No, but I feel like I, this is a franchise that recent over the past few years since its debut has just kind of always been around. Kind of, it's always something new going on with it. Game's going into beta April 7th if it's your jam. Yeah. Um, then we've got Samurai Gun 2, which revealed a few new characters. Amogus is here. Uh, and uh, Anna from Spelunky 2 and Minute is in the game. I think Samurai Gun 2 looks cool. I don't think I have the people that want to play it with me. Mm-hmm. So... That's unfortunate. I feel like this is going to be prim- It's primarily like a multiplayer thing, right? Yeah, seems seems like it is. Yeah. Fighting game. Yeah, I just don't have those friends. Um, and I also don't have friends who appreciate a good Souls-like. <laughs> because you're all cowards. Yeah. Um, but Salt and Sacrifice... They have a PvP mode that's going to come with the game I'm not interested in that I like Salt and Sanctuary a lot on the Vita R.I.P but Salt and Sanctuary is coming May 10th PS4 and PS5 I'm going to check that out the art style for the previous game and then this one included is just so cool it's so cool to look at to me so oh yeah yeah I'm sure this game will be good That, that first one got very good reviews Oh, and now we've got the... Oh, man, Tyler. I feel like they're they're aiming at me. They heard I recently played Cruelty Squad, with, and now they're putting Post Void in front of me. This is another ugly-ass-looking game oh, that yeah. I kind of like. I kind of like that they're just making ugly games now. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, is this the new the new trend here? <laughs> just Oh, yeah. Making the, the stuff new trend that hurts your is eyes. to try to... Yeah, the... The new trend is to burn our eyes out or try to get us to have some sort of epilepsy seizure or something. Uh, that's that's the new trend. Oh, God. Yeah. This is like... Those are like Doom hallways. Yeah. This, this game is like Doom for people on drugs. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, this game looks pretty wild. 
for sure. It's a shooter. Yeah. So. Uh, we've also got another look at Moss Book 2. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know what that is. Yeah. We all know what that is. Game looks very beautiful. Cute little mouse. Yeah. In VR. Looks real cool. I'm surprised uh, they didn't give it aid to this one. Yeah, I mean, for sure. maybe they are just waiting for the next PSVR thing yeah. to come out, like with the new VR headset. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then lastly, here we have this game called Animal Well. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. I'm going to have to take a look at it here. Um, claims to be... 2D game with sensibilities of survival horror. Um, yeah. Huh. Right. Kind of like a 2D exploration based game. Claims to only be 15 to 20 hours. Oh shit. Hell yeah. I feel like maybe 10 or 20 years ago, not, maybe not that far ago, like maybe Maybe five to ten years ago, this game would have been uh, five to ten hours. Yeah. But, uh, hey. <laughs> it's inflation, man. <laughs> yeah. They're inflating our video games. Just like rich assholes are trying to inflate the, uh, the valuation of NFTs and sell them to poor people to cash out. Uh, and video games are no... Stranger to that, right? We've got uh, yeah. we've got a new batch of people doing bad shit with NFTs. Um, I have to stop playing PUBG now. Yeah, this is Crafton, depressing. The developer of PUBG is creating their their metaverse driven by NFTs, and it's fucking stupid. It's really fucking stupid. I. I'm going to go uninstall PUBG. <laughs> so they're doing it with Naver, I guess how you pronounce that, uh, who's behind Asia's largest metaverse platform with over 290 million users, which is fucking nuts. So, yeah, there's probably a lot of potential for this to, unfortunately, make money. And Yeah, this just, once again, just, just makes me sad about all this shit I mean it's just we talk about it every week yeah well uh maybe uh maybe it'll get kicked off steam because you know they aren't about that right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. maybe I could get her maybe I could get steam to refund me <laughs> <laughs> after I've played 300 hours yeah of PUBG. yeah and now it's free <laughs> yeah um Alright, Bandai Namco is also doing this bullshit. You know, the people who've published FromSoft's big games, like the upcoming Elden Ring. Uh, they have promised to invest $130 million into Ooh. a metaverse project. Bandai Namco owns a lot of shit, so... Yeah, this could be huge. But also, it's gonna be bullshit. <laughs> yeah. They, they they look at it as bringing all Bandai Namco's IP to, together into a 
interconnected universe because that's what all IP needs to be now too is some you know everything's got to be connected uh, somehow um, we need Goku to fuck the Gundams yeah exactly and so yeah I mean that's a lot of fucking money to put into this also they're going to spend 216 million dollars to maximize IP value which wow is a lot they're claiming wow. that's going to be IP creation, group-wide IP projects, whatever that means, and innovation. Very vague there, but Bandai Namco investing a lot of money into themselves with a lot of this stuff. Yeah, rich business guys waving around hundreds of millions of dollars, saying some corporate buzzwords. That's great. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like you said, they own a lot of stuff and a lot of... A lot of big properties, obviously Dark Souls, Elven Ring, Soul Calibur, Dragon Ball, Pac-Man, I mean, they haven't, I mean, they have a lot. They haven't mentioned NFTs yet, so maybe, maybe Bandai Namco will be the ones to do a metaverse without NFTs. Maybe, yeah, it's just usually when you see metaverse anymore, it's, those two are connected. But hit. also, I don't, I don't want a metaverse, I don't. Like, I don't want all these properties to fucking cross over. I don't need this. Yeah, I agree. Although it would be really cool to... S- well, you know what? Armored Core could do it. I don't need Gundam to have a Moonlight Sword. We can give a Moonlight Sword to a big Armored Core robot. <laughs> lastly, in this hellhole, is a Take-Two CEO being like, yeah, we know gamers are mad now, but we're, we're waiting for them to not be mad anymore to get into this <laughs> NFT shit. That that's basically what I what I'm reading here is uh, take two is just waiting for people to cool off. <laughs> yeah, basically, it kind of surprises me when I saw this take to a degree of just take two is one of those big publishers they're they're greedy they like their money and to be like eh, we don't know about these nft things yet um that just kind of surprises me a little bit yeah but why would you want to fuck up grand theft auto online like, like right they already have that thing raking in cash like right do they really think i mean in all cases, the whole uh, trying to jump onto NFTs to make a quick buck doesn't make much sense at all because it just it it requires people constantly buying into it, mm-hmm. um, which just hasn't happened on any any platform really. Um, so, like, you wouldn't risk what Grand Theft Auto Online is doing for you by trying to implement this. Right. I agree. Yeah, it'd be it'd be dumb. Although, if they pulled it off, though, whew, could be a big moneymaker. But I think just a PR hit and, and the potential to affect the gameplay that everybody likes. I mean, no. It's not worth it overall. But yeah, it's just I mean, kind of surprising overall. The thing we know about gamers is that they love when uh, people with more money just have advantages in video games. That's what gamers really love. Uh, especially if they can carry over all of that stuff from game to game, which is a total bullshit concept, but 
right. just theoretically the whole idea of NFTs and games. Hey, you can buy this thing, and it'll carry over into th- our next game. I'm, I'm absolutely certain that like there is a way to twist that into pay to win and have a bunch of gamers pissed off, and that's exactly what's going to happen. And I, you know what? Fine. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's not a very. Very good concept at all. It just doesn't make any sense. But uh, I mean, maybe I just don't get it. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's on me. Maybe I just don't get it. <laughs> maybe I'm stupid. Yeah, that's what Ubisoft says. I was uh, what was I on? Oh, I was just on um, AMC's website, uh, the movie theater chain. Uh, the tickets for the Batman went on sale today and literally at the top of their website it said buy tickets to the Batman before February 14th and get a free limited edition NFT and I'm like no no now we're doing that for this shit too like now NFTs are going to start becoming pre-order bonuses for this shit now I mean that's not going to surprise me at all you know, hey, uh, pre-order the the mega mega fuck yeah edition and get a fucking art book. But no, now it's a fucking NFT. You know, like that that shit's bound to happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm just hoping it fucking crashes. Like, and like, I, I get the sense, and I think I said this on the last episode. I get the sense that. Some of the people who are holding a lot of crypto right now are panicking because I see so many more like celebrities and shit being paid to shill this shit. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't do that if you want to hold on to your own. Like, you only do that when you're ready to sell and cash out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> I think that's that's the worst of it. That that's yeah. the worst of the news here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, a game that you just absolutely love and would definitely go back to. Well, you don't have to. Their expansions are standalone, so you could play some more Assassin's Creed Valhalla and claim not to be playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Good. Yes. Going to take place in the uh, Middle East, I believe. Baghdad. Yeah. Ninth century, which is, I think, a very cool setting. It's been a while yeah. since Assassin's Creed did anything in the Middle East. So I think that's that's very cool, very different. Going to be playing as Bassam, um, which a lot of batshit crazy stuff happens with him at the end of Valhalla. But basically, he's kind of the guy that gets Eivor into uh, being an assassin gives you equipment mm. all that stuff in the, in the very beginning of the game um, but then yeah a lot of a lot of crazy shit goes down with him um, so it's not surprising that he would be a more uh, story focus uh, moving forward with the way Valhalla ended um, but yeah apparently Bloomberg's reporting that this was going to be another expansion for Valhalla not uh, related to the Dawn of Ragnarok that's coming out uh, later in March, I think. This was going to be a totally 
new expansion, but apparently it's kind of grown in scope, so they might spin it off to be its own own game. Um, but it will be a smaller one. Might come out this year or, or next. A smaller Assassin's Creed? Yeah. What does that mean? Because none of these games have been small. Even if you go back to the original games, I mean, they were still 20 hours, probably. Still open world. Some of them you could probably sink more time in. Of course, now they're, it takes you a fucking 100 hours to finish them. But So what is small to them? You know, is it small as in the original games? Is it just smaller than um, the recent kind of trilogy they put out? Is uh, also, you know, they're saying focus on stealth, but is it going to have more old school Assassin's Creed mechanics? Is it going to be loot driven like the recent games were? Is it going to have the same systems as Valhalla? I have a, I have a lot of questions. I'm sure we'll find out. Soon, probably around E3 or something like that. E3 time, I should say. Yeah. No, no E3 uh, this year. No E3. Not even. Yeah. They. They don't. I don't even think they're going to do a, a digital. I would put money on them not doing a digital event. I think at this point, yeah, they're definitely not doing that. I think E3's done. It's dead. It's gone. Yeah. Um. Just like we thought the Wolf Among Us was. Wolf Among Us Two is actually coming out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from the uh, people who swooped in like vultures to scoop up Telltale after they basically fired everybody, uh, comes the new Telltale company, <laughs> uh, which I think rehired some people, but definitely not everybody. Right. Uh, but yeah, Wolf Among Us Two has uh, it's it's going to release episodically in t- 2023. They're still doing the episodic release structure yeah i don't like that now they're saying they're going to finish every chapter before they release it episodically which was part of telltale's downfall i think where you know they'd get the first chapter out and then it's two three months before the next one's out it's like oh my god uh you know you just lose interest and so i think even releasing it episodically if the whole game's done why who cares? Like, I'm glad Life is Strange stopped that shit and just said, here's the game with true colors. And, you know, still make it episodic, but, like, come on, man. Doesn't make any sense. But I'm kind of glad that they kind of came out and, and showed off this game because they announced it years ago at this point. Um, and, you know, when telltale kind of got brought back from the dead and it was like man is this game actually happening for so for them to come back and say yes it is cool i'm down i really like the wolf among us i think it's man maybe my second favorite telltale game that i played right behind the first season of the walking dead i mean it is very good i liked it a lot yeah it was neat. I'm curious to see if New Telltale still has any, like, it still has enough enough left to actually, you know, make a good video game anymore. Because I, I have my doubts. Bas- basically just around, like, how that whole thing got taken over. Yeah. Definitely. 
I also uh, just hope the game just performs way better. I mean, their engine was fucking garbage. Yeah, it was bad. All right, Tyler, you like Resident Evil. I do. Did you ever play Resident Evil 4? I, I don't think you... I did. I never finished it, but okay. I played it like twice and kind of got a few hours into it back in the day. I don't know. It's just the gameplay of Resident Evil just did not stick with me until, you know, a few years ago when I really started to play more of them. Okay. Well, this Resident Evil 4 remake that's in the works, um, apparently don't, they're doing some more work to it than I, than I anticipated. They're actually going to try to change a little bit about the game. They're going to focus a little bit more on horror. Uh, they're going to make it scarier because... Re Resident Evil 4 was not a scary game. Resident Evil 4 was an action game. And, uh... Kind of... Kind of led Resident Evil down the path that eventually led to, uh... Resident Evil 6, which is where... You know, pretty much everyone... Everyone can agree that Resident Evil 6 was bad. Resident Evil 5 was... Okay, if not just, you know... Extremely racist, but, you know... We'll just gloss over that fact for, for a little bit here. Um, but yeah, Resident Evil 4 was kind of the splitting point from what the franchise was to like this new like action focus that went on for the next three games. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, they're going to they're gonna rework that a little bit. I don't know what that means. I'm not sure what the extent of the work of this remake is going to be. Um but yeah, I mean, they're gonna, maybe they they just try to bring it closer to like maybe what Resident Evil Two remake was like. That's what I think this is. Yeah, be I mean, I think anything less than is just not going to be good and will be very disappointing. Just because a lot of people point to Resident Evil Four as being the best Resident Evil game and one of the best games ever made. Um, so you know they. They really gotta knock this one out of the park. And when you see a headline of Resident Evil 4 Remake will focus more on horror, it just, that seems like kind of no shit. You know, like Resident Evil is supposed to be scary, but like you said, like, 4 was more of an action game. It just had a lot of atmosphere to it. It wasn't necessarily scary from what I remember. Um, but, man, what they did with 2 was awesome. And... You know, that game was very creepy at times and uh, still had a great atmosphere to it. So I think there's, I know there's going to be people that are going to be upset about this and about scenes being changed and, you know, different things being reworked. But, like, let's just kind of wait and see because Capcom has shown that they've, they really care about these remakes now, three left a little bit to be desired, but it was still still pretty solid. So I think there's still potential here for reimagining something. Um, and we've seen that, you know, remakes of games that are this old, I mean, they're going to change stuff. And in a way, you kind of have to, um, to kind of modernize it. But take Final Fantasy VII Remake. I mean, they apparently changed a bunch of shit with that oh, game. dude. So ridiculous how much they've changed i mean yeah i i think yeah i i think the job of curating what kind of change you're going to do in these remakes is like maybe i'm not going to say it's a 
it it's a hard job like mm-hmm. to do in general but like it is very difficult to get right yes cuz it can very very easily go the wrong way to where you really lose the audience and yeah. just piss people off and yeah it's just yeah it's video games but you know this this stuff uh people have a lot of love for this for this franchise and this game in particular so we'll see I'm I'm very very curious about this one. Yeah, I mean, I, eh, I don't know. I I have, uh, I I am very numb to uh, Resident Evil Four. Like I, I played it on on uh, GameCube, and uh, I mean, I don't, I really don't feel like I need to go back to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, like, I always wanted to go back to it, especially since I've started to like Resident Evil games, um, but every time I f- think about it, I'm like, man, this game probably controls, like, shit. Like, I mean, it's, I think no. it's still in the tank control era. Yeah, so, uh, at this point, I'm like, I'm just gonna wait and play this remake, like, because they have to make that game feel good. <laughs> Some of those old games like that are just hard to play sometimes. Yeah. All right. Last bit of news here. There's a there's a PS5 firmware beta with uh, new party chat options, voice commands. I mean, aren't there voice commands on PS4 already? Yes. <laughs> Did they ship the PS5 without voice commands? Yeah, I mean, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's bad that it didn't ship with this, but eh. Right. It's not as bad as that Discord thing we talked about earlier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> last episode. But it's also like, man, this really ain't news. This really ain't news. They're, they're adding features that were missing. Right. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, yeah, this was on the PS4, like... Very early, from what yeah. I remember. Yeah, I mean, it might even have been there at launch. I just, I remember it very early on. So, yeah, kind of a bummer that it wasn't there. Um, yeah, I'm curious how many that, like, people Your controller has a microphone. Like, yeah, right. You'd think if you were thinking about having the controller have a microphone, this might be one of the features that you're like, oh, wait, this has to ship with it. <laughs> right, yeah. Um. So other things, though, is just, yeah, the, some party changes, changes to the gang base. Now it's going to be divided into friends, parties, and messages, which is probably good. This makes it easier to navigate. Uh, you'll be able to sort your game collection by genre, which is kind of neat. Um, hold on, hold on. They're going to determine genre? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck do they think they are? I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> see what that turns out to be like, but still, kind of, kind of, kind of cool thing. Um, can't wait for, can't wait to scroll through action adventure for days and yeah. days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and you'll be able to lock games or apps to your home screen. So, doesn't seem like any earth-shattering things. Just stuff that probably should have been there. Launch. I don't know how 
during all their testing before PS5 came out, how anyone at Sony, I'm sure people did, but looked at that game base and said, yeah, this is good. Because <laughs> it's just bad. It's really bad. And and look at parties and go like, yeah, this system fucking rules. No, what are you doing? You made it worse. It was fine on PS4. What are you doing? I... So, glad they're addressing these things, but it's still, like, starting a, I'm just, starting a party on Xbox is super easy to do. Really is to me. Um, you go find your friend, you click on him, you hit send an invite, and boom, you're done. You know, to invite someone, it's super easy, it's just, you, you don't have this whole, when you pull up your game base... There's just all these different fucking chats and some of them are messages, but some of them are parties you had before. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? How do I do any of this? It's just way more confusing than it needs to be. At least it's not like Nintendo, though. Use this fucking app on your phone. (laughs) What Nintendo does is just disrespectful. Nintendo's basically telling you to go start using Discord on your phone yes. or something like that. Like, fuck off. We're not going to do the work. You figure it out. <laughs> right. That's pretty much the vibe I get from Nintendo. Other than, you know, the weird porny Kirby. <laughs> God. Mouthful mode. I'm just, I'm never going to not think about mouthful mode. I know. What a name for a mode. I mean, <laughs> just, you, like, they had to have known what they were doing, right? Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Like, there was that one image in the trailer which was just Kirby and a big hole. His his mouth was just a big hole. Yep. Like, they know what people are going to do with that. They're going to they're gonna make things fuck it. Yeah. People are gonna fuck, well, people have been fucking Kirby. We just haven't, it just hasn't been this public. (laughs) Um, God damn. Yeah, man. Nintendo, are you really a family company? I mean, come on. Gotta protect the kids, you know? Uh, Gotta protect them from Nintendo now. God. All right, well, I need to, I need to go take a shower after thinking about uh, mouthful mode here just getting too sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we're going to have to end this podcast here. Uh, Sorry there isn't too much shit out there. That's not on us. Blame the... Go yell at video game developers for not having (laughs) news. (laughs) No. We'll we'll see you all next time. Until then, uh, give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. Give us questions at podcast at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com. I don't know. At podcast. Yes, email at <laughs> podcast. I don't know what's there. Um, you can find us on Twitter at uh, PS Report Podcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Until the next time. Be good to each other, play your video games, and never a bad time to rock out.